All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there, please. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as my everydayers know, it's Ole Miss every day. We're pretty big on that. And we'll have a good time. Anyway, so this is time for Auburn Preview. I am Stephen Willis with the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. And we're going to look at the Auburn Tigers game today. And this, this game has a chance to be a massively weird game. Think Ole Miss versus Tommy Tuberville in 1998 in reverse. If you're an Ole Miss fan watching that. If you're an Auburn fan, think about what it was like to lose that game. That, that is what this game has the potential to be. This is a game that I have been told repeatedly that Hugh Freeze is already circling on his calendar as the game that we must win this game. And the schedule falls weird for Auburn, and we'll talk about that in just a second. And that's the reason I don't know if they can actually pull off this, but they're going to try to. There's a chance that this could get really, really weird. And one way to look at it, all right, as you look at the offensive side of the ball for the Auburn Tigers, I had a preview thing talking about the introductory to Hugh Freeze and all of that. It just, for whatever reason, didn't make it over whenever I started recording, so I don't have time to upload it now. But it talked all about Hugh Freeze against Alabama at Ole Miss in 2014 and 2015 and then 2016. And that was the whole lead to the Auburn preview was about what Hugh Freeze did against Alabama at Ole Miss. So Hugh Freeze got paid off of those two games. Nobody make any mistake about that. So, and you look at the offense, it's like, hey, Hugh Freeze knows offense. Yes, he does. And the former Tulsa head coach and Baylor offensive coordinator, Philip Montgomery, who coached Tulsa last year, knows offense as well. So between the two, I don't know how much Philip Montgomery is going to get to call the offense, how much he's going to have his hands in it, or is this a situation where Hugh Freeze is just going to run the show? We have to wait for the season to see how that plays out. They, Auburn has some good wide receivers. You don't know them, but they have some pretty good wide receivers. I think an Ohio State guy transferred there during the portal. And Robbie Ashford's still around, and TJ Finley is gone. Neither one of them are probably going to take over this season. If you look at the defensive side of the ball, Ron Roberts is the defensive coordinator. He is the Baylor defensive coordinator when Ole Miss played in the Sugar Bowl in 2021. We all got witness. Now, Auburn doesn't have a Jalen Petrie on that side of the ball. Not yet. But it's the same, same person that was able to scheme something that worked so well against Ole Miss's offense. I realize Ole Miss had a backup quarterback through most of that game. But remember, before Matt Corral got hurt, that defense was giving him problems as well it isn't going to make twice quite the impact on the defensive side as the offensive side i think that's just the way that ron roberts works honestly um really good defensive coordinator he's a delta state guy he's a dave aranda guy that that tree okay heck you can auburn that pete golding is in that delta state tree now the key to the auburn season is to take care of the football on offense now i from my understanding for whatever reason, Hugh Freeze is not a Robbie Ashford guy. I think Peyton Thorne is going to be the guy this season for Auburn. I think they have some weapons on the outside, and they have a decent little running back. 
Jarquez Hunter, good bat. So I think that Auburn could be a decent team. But if we look at this realistically, and we're, and we're doing reality of this, the place of the two programs between Ole Miss and Auburn is real similar to the way Auburn is what Ole Miss used to be and Auburn, Ole Miss is, is what Auburn used to be. So Ole Miss beat Auburn a few times. And it happened. But it was an upset. It's a situation where if Auburn wins the game, it's an upset. And that was the case in 2021 when Matt Corral got hurt and all the receivers were out. Auburn was able to win the game. That was probably the biggest win that season for the Auburn Tigers. I think Ole Miss was a touchdown favorite. It was about morphing and changing over the roster. So if you look at the best, biggest transfers in, they got a defensive lineman from Kentucky. They didn't lose a defensive end to Purdue. But I don't think that is the top transfer. It might be the most talented transfer. It's not the top transfer. The next player that we talk about is going to be the key player, and that's Peyton Thorne, transfer in from Michigan State. Listen, they're, they're still going to play the um, quarterback competition game, but if, as we remember when Chad Kelly was competing with Ryan Buchanan and Devontae Kincaid, Hugh Freeze is willing to play games in that situation. Auburn needs to take care of the football. If you turn over the football, you lose games, and they found that out, and they have found that out over the last few years. Now, if you look at Auburn's schedule, September 30th, they have Georgia in Jordan-Hare. September 14th, after the off week, to get ready for LSU, they go to Baton Rouge. So the probably the two most talented teams in the Southeastern Conference, potentially, are the two games that immediately precede Ole Miss. And there's going to be bumps and bruises. We all know about the factor of playing Alabama. Whenever you do that, they're going to beat you up. Um, the same thing is happening with Georgia. I mean, good thing they have an off week. It's weird seeing Auburn play Georgia in September, by the way. Um, then they get LSU. LSU has some dudes as well. Just it, It's going to be kind of impressive there. Then they get to go play Ole Miss in Jordan-Hare. Now, I do think that game has a chance to be outside of football. All of the zoo-like atmosphere that we can imagine. I'm expecting that game to be 7 o'clock at night. Jordan Hare at night is an extremely difficult place to play. And I do think that they are going to be up for it. You're going to have Hugh Freeze give his speech about lock the gate and let's pick a fight. And all of the stuff that he did in year one, he's going to try to do again. Now remember, in year one, when he took over Ole Miss, Auburn came to town. Now, Auburn was in a Horrible season. That was Gene Chizik's last year. But by the time they played, it wasn't quite there yet. But it was a game that Auburn was expected to win, and Ole Miss was just coming off a two-win season on their way to a 6-6 six and six that they you know built a statue to. Ole Miss kind of took it to them that day. A game that they weren't expected to do that because this is before Auburn everything fell apart. They were going through it. I think Bo Wallace like caught, ran, and threw for a touchdown pass. That was the weird Jeff Scott play to where was he down, was he not? That type of stuff. Ole Miss ended up winning the game like 42-21 to 21 or something like that. So these are type games that can get weird. And I, I, I think that Lane Kiffin 
always seems to win a game that he's not supposed to win and is always going to lose a game that he's not supposed to lose. And if you look at the matchup predictor from the FPI, Ole Miss is at like a 66% chance of winning on the road at Jordan-Hare. That's an astronomically high thing. And the reason they do that is because Ole Miss has a better football team than the Auburn Tigers. Now, they might not next year or the year after, but they do this year. There's not really any way you can get around that. And all the analytics say that this should be a win. And this is a game that Ole Miss is probably going to go in and be favored by seven points. Seven to ten points, they'll be favored in that game. And all of this is going to happen. Auburn gets to play the underdog thing, which they'll be doing for three straight weeks at this time. And it'll be completely jazzed up. And it'll be nuts. And 7 o'clock at night. And like I said, lock the, lock the gate and pull... Let's pick a fight. And I think Auburn's, I think this is the game that is going to get away from Ole Miss. I, I, I genuinely do. Just because of all the extenuating circumstances, all the magic that Hugh Freeze is going to push, and he's going to funnel it to that, I think he desperately wants to beat the Ole Miss Rebels. Period. Not even close. He desperately wants to beat the Ole Miss Rebels. So all the stops are going to get pulled out in that game. And as you can see, you got Georgia still on the schedule, so 9-3 and three is still a possibility. But the schedule after Arkansas, other than that at Georgia, take, take out that out Georgia through line. The second half of the schedule is not difficult. You got an Auburn team you beat last year, Vandy team you beat last year, Texas A&M team you beat last year, ULM team you beat last year, and a Mississippi State team that you'll be favored over. You just have that Georgia game. So we'll see how I think Ole Miss is going to close out the season, but the season kind of opens up for them after the Auburn game. I just I know that one of those games are going to get away from Lane Kiffin, and I think it's going to be Auburn because of all the outside type stuff that is going to be going on. There's really no way that you can get around that. It just happens from time to time. But with the explosive offense, I think the defense is going to pretty consistently get better. This was a year that I wish we played Alabama closer to the end of the season than the beginning because the defense is going to have to gel a little bit. And I like the way this schedule is lining up for Ole Miss after this game. I think Ole Miss can win this game. I think Ole Miss should win this game. I think that all the extra stuff is going to jump up and bite Ole Miss in the butt, and I do think Lane Kiffin generally drops a game a year that he's not supposed to. So, anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Every day or We're working on an interview with Maurice Davis. We have more game previews, all of that as we go towards SEC Media Days. The three player reps for SEC Media Days, DeAndre Prince, Quinshawn Judkins, and Cedric Johnson. Really good ambassadors for Ole Miss there. Pretty fired up to hear what they have to say. I want to hear what Lane has to say. I'm already in the system to check out everything that is going on. Should be really, really fun. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, until tomorrow, we'll talk to you then. Hotty toddy.